Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Tragically hip, the late great one. One of my favorite interviews of all time. And one of my true brushes with greatness and a song. A lot of depth, especially for those of you that understand the context of Cordelia and King Lear. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. There's lots to get to today. We'll tell you that the Edmonton Oil Kings are uh, about to play Game 6 with a chance to advance to the Memorial Cup tonight, 7.30 at Rogers Place. Tickets at oilkings.ca. Coming up on today's show at 12.20, a player who has advanced to the Memorial Cup. Edmonton Oilers 2021 first-round draft choice, Xavier Borgo will join us uh, to talk about a surprising run to a certain extent by Shawinigan as they upset both Quebec and Charlottetown en route to being the Quebec representative for the tournament, which will take place in St. John, who fired their coach after they were eliminated in the playoffs and brought in Gardner McDougall and Rocky Thompson to help guide them. The Oil Kings, if they beat Seattle tonight in Game 6, they advance a Game 6 tonight for Steve Stales and Hamilton on the road in Windsor against Mark Savard. If Hamilton wins, they advance. That's the major junior update. Of course, lots going on. Uh, Lugano made it official, a rumor that was out weeks ago involving Miko Koskinen. He has signed, we know that, over the course of the weekend. Elliot Friedman, who is on the show on uh, Friday, and we'll have a clip from Elliot on the upcoming free agency. But Elliot Friedman reporting that the Edmonton Oilers have given both Duncan Keith and Mike Smith until July the 1st to decide whether or not they're going to retire or not. Um Keith, in particular, is only owed $1.5 million. He's a $5.5 million cap hit. Contrary to what is out there with some, I do not believe that if, theoretically, Keith would retire, the owners would actually gain, uh, some people have suggested, upwards of $3 million bucks in cap. Really, I do not believe that to be the case. They just get the $5.5 million off on Keith. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's the case. Uh, in Mike Smith's case, I could, I could see Smith trying to play and ending up on LTIR. He had three injuries during the course of last season. 
Uh, Evander Kane, meanwhile, was spotted out at uh, Blackhawk Golf and Country Club on uh, Friday with a couple of the Oilers' management type. Uh, so uh, we'll continue to monitor that story. That evolved into a conversation on Thursday's show about who the potential targets could be if the Oilers can't uh, get Kane uh, back in the fold. And again, for my liking, Evander Kane would be the primary choice because I thought he was a brilliant addition for the Oilers hockey team. And that lent itself into a conversation on a player like Josh Anderson. Now, Montreal's got a lot going on. They get the first uh, round pick, uh, first overall pick in the draft. There's a belief that maybe it's not a slam dunk that it's going to be Shane Wright, which I think is going to be a mistake. Um, Marc-Antoine Godin is going to join us from the Athletic out of Montreal. Love having him on the show. They've also got Jeff Petrie, Brendan Gallagher. Are those guys looking for new homes? What's going on with Carey Price? And I know that Frank Cervelli reported that uh, the Canadians organization received multiple calls in on Josh Anderson at the trade deadline, which does not surprise me in the least. I know what the numbers were. They weren't pretty for him this past year. That's still a player that's valued around the league. And who knows what the offer would be needed to be for any team to get in on the Anderson mix. The report has just come across the wire in the last 15 minutes involving John Gibson being open to a trade. I know that the Anaheim Ducks, uh, I believe, are looking uh, for some help on the right wing. Uh, but John, to name one position, they got a young team, and uh, Mason McTavish uh, is going to be a future star for them. He's playing for the Hamilton Bulldogs. Next year, uh, you know, they'll they'll probably have Zegras and McTavish as their top two centers with Henrique helping out a little bit. Obviously, they got to replace Ryan Getzlaff. So Anaheim could be a team to watch. Gibson the last three years, 904, 903, 904. So lots going on. Just circling back to Keith, it is entirely possible he plays and then looks to play beyond that, kind of like Chris Chelios did albeit taking a very low salary to do so uh, if he does indeed decide to come back. I, and it's going to be a year-by-year thing with him. I think uh, he was plus 15 in the regular season from Christmas until the end of the regular season. He was no worse than the order's second or third best defenseman. I think we can all agree come playoff time from the middle of the Calgary series and against Colorado, I, I think Duncan had some challenges dealing with the speed, specifically Colorado. Colorado, of course, playing Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup. 12-12 in Edmonton will tell you that our guests on today's show, Xavier Borgo, Oilers' first-round pick in eight minutes. Marc-Antoine Godin from The Athletic at 12.35. The NHL draft is uh, basically the 7th and 8th of July, so it's less than a month away. By the way, we're going to do the next five weeks' worth of shows here on Oilers Now, take you through two weeks past free agency. Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, Tyler Wright, will give us a one-month-out look. At the upcoming draft right now, Edmonton would have the 29th overall pick in the the only one of the final four teams that still has their first-round draft choice. And our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, at 135 today. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock out at the River Cree with Nazareth on August 11th and Steve Earle on August the 12th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott, who's back in the chair at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, you worked the Elks game on Saturday night. Suffice to say, not the start they wanted. 
Yeah, that's uh, about as basic as you could boil it down to. That was uh, the most points they've ever surrendered against 59 by the BC Lions. They've got a nice young quarterback out there on the West Coast, and here they've uh, they've got a few things to determine over the next week of practice. The fastest way to improve your team in football is to improve on defense and special teams. Uh, quarterback, you know what? Not everybody's got a number one quarterback. Nathan O'Rourke is the QB you're, you're talking about. He's Canadian. Uh, it's going to be interesting watching the evolution of the Elks under Chris Jones, who, of course, won a great cup here in 2015. Um, anyhow, let's get to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We're actually going to talk, uh, you know, it's it, there's there's lots going on behind the scenes. The Oilers, Ken Holland and the Brass, uh, they've got some uh, decisions to, to get made here. There are contra- Often the way it works in hockey circles is uh, contracts run until June the 30th. There's some work to be done on that front as well. I'll be intrigued to see where that goes. The Oilers going three rounds Uh, This year, I think a lot of fans are fairly excited about the overall direction of the club, and uh, I could foresee a scenario where the Oilers have eight of their own homegrown first-rounders in the lineup next fall, but they're going to have to improve the team. That said, I believe there is going to be more cap space than people originally thought. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. We go into the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Elliot Friedman had this to say on a sense of the upcoming free agent market on Friday's edition of Oilers Now. There's going to be a ton of players available this summer. I think there's going to be some free agents who get squeezed. I think you guys should be looking hard at not giving, uh, looking at those kinds of fits. There's going to be good fits out there for players who may, may get squeezed or teams need to get out of uh, some positions. If I'm the Oilers, I, like good players should want to come and play with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, especially after these playoffs. And if I was you guys, I'd be identifying those players rather than chasing after other guys by trade. Who pops out by trade? There might be a, a more subtle deal than a guy like Anderson. We've talked about might be another team in the eastern side of the ledger that's in Canada that's maybe going to move out a guy that's a pending UFA coming up in 2023. So we'll keep an eye on how that all plays out. Uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what ends up transpiring. Of course, the Oilers have got a couple of pretty significant unrestricted free agents of Andrew Kane. And I would say Brett Kulak is of significant relevance as well. So uh, we shall see what ends up uh, occurring here over the course of the next five weeks it's it's going to be really intriguing again i believe ultimately the orders are going to end up with a little bit more wiggle room than people sort of th- when they hop on cap friendly uh, than they think and we'll just see how that all comes to fruition here's what we're going to do we're going to take a time out we're going to tell you, you can reach us on the river Cree resort casino hotline at 780-496-0063 texas on the app Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. See Fine Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. Back with Xavier Borgo when we return. July 1st is when Mike Smith and Duncan Keith are supposed to let the Oilers know their plans both got a year left in their respective deals. One guy that's a huge part of the Edmonton Oilers' future has just advanced to the Memorial Cup. We've been talking about him all season long, 36 goals and 43 regular season games. He represented Canada at the World Juniors, and Shawinigan has moved on as Quebec League champions. We welcome back to the show Xavier Borgo. Xavier, it's Bob. How you doing? I'm good, and you? Good. How uh, pumped up and stoked were you and your teammates after uh, you got that overtime winner against a uh, really good Charlottetown team in Game 5? Yeah, pretty pumped pump up for real. Uh, it was not easy for easy season for us. Uh, we finished 7th uh, on the ranking. So uh, it was pretty special because we are like the underdogs in this uh, final series. You were the underdogs in the last couple of series. You, you upset the Quebec Ramparts, who have long been a powerhouse. Uh, I mean, it, 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 when I watch you guys play, I notice you and Maverick Bork, but it's more than just you and Maverick, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think we had a lot of uh, injured players this year. Uh, me and Maverick, I think, uh, we, together we miss uh, around uh, 40 games together or more. So I think the younger guys got a lot of experience. And it helped us along the way in the series uh, to win uh, some big games. Uh, I mean, you took it upon yourself to. I mean, it was it was kind of when I watched the games against Charlotte, they had a lot of shots. Like they had a lot of the territorial play. Yeah. Obviously, you got some good goaltending too. Yeah, they were uh, a team that shoot a lot of puck, but I think uh, when they were shooting more on the out, out, outside, uh, like of uh, our uh, D zone, so uh, we were doing a pretty good uh, good job on the. He's on coverage, but uh, yeah, pretty good team. And uh, like, yeah, when we have the chance to put the puck in the net, uh, we did it. Is this bittersweet for you, given the fact that you were here in Edmonton for the World Juniors and it got cancelled, but now you have a chance to play for the Memorial Cup? Uh, yeah, pretty nice. Uh, for for sure, it was uh, very sad to end up the tournament in Edmonton like this. But uh, now, uh, like, I feel like it's uh, a second chance to. Uh, like I, I got to enjoy this year. Uh, well, I got to play more games uh, with the Memorial Cup and uh, the other tournament coming up in uh, August. So. so, are you planning on attending that for Team Canada as well? Uh, right, right now I'm focusing on the Memorial Cup and uh, finishing my uh, summer training and all stuff, and uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm doing for the the rest of the summer for this tournament. Eric Xavier Borgo joining us, Bob Stoffer from the Oilers Radio Network. So, Xavier, where do you think you've improved the most since the Edmonton Oilers drafted you? Uh, you know, last summer, what part of your games and what aspects of your game have you worked to try to improve the most? Oh, yeah, I think I'm playing more with uh, with speed and more competitivity in my uh, my game, uh, and for sure I want to improve uh, my defensive play of the, of the game and. Uh, 
always play with speed. I think uh, when I'm using my speed, I'm a very dangerous player uh, when uh, in every situation of the game. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, have you watched the other games that are on? Uh, I, I don't. I would assume they're on RDS because uh, they're on TSN. Have you watched the WHL series or the Ontario series at all? Yeah, I had the chance to watch the OHL game uh, when we were in uh, Charlottetown. Yeah. And uh, I think tonight there's a game. Uh, and then turn in Seattle, so yeah, I'll watch this. Five of your teammates, uh, may only be four, because we're not sure if Dylan Gunther, you know, he's it, he was obviously got hurt against Seattle, but, you know, you had Sebastian Kosengel, Caden Gooley on defense, you had Gunther, Jake Neighbors, and now Justin Sordiff. Five of your teammates from the World Junior Team, so when, if Edmonton can get through, that's your first opponent at the uh, Memorial Cup, and it'd be you and Maverick, two guys that played on Team Canada against, so it'd be a reunion for you guys, wouldn't it? Yeah, it will be very nice to play against them. Uh, uh, they're very good uh, good guys. And, uh, yeah, for sure, me and Maverick talked about that uh, when we won the, the President Cup, so it will be nice to play against them. Tell me this. Did you follow uh, what the Edmonton Oilers did this season and the fact that they advanced into the uh, uh, you know the conference finals of the NHL? Yeah, I watched uh, pretty all of the most of the game of them. And what did you think of McDavid and Dreisaitl? Uh, just unbelievable what they, they can do to uh, to make a team better, and I think uh, not just them, but uh, all the team was pretty great, and uh, I think they had a pretty good run and good future. All right, well, I'll tell you what, Xavier, we appreciate you taking time to join us. Best of luck in the Memorial Cup, and uh, we'll see you down the road, okay? Yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good day. There you go. That is Xavier Borgo of the Shawinigan Cataracts. Again, 36 goals in 43 games in the regular season. Uh, he added 12 goals, 22 points in 16 games during the Quebec League playoffs. They played best of five for the first three rounds and then went best of seven in the final. Uh, Maverick Bork is uh, drafted a year before uh, Borgo. He is a Dallas pick. Dallas has done a unbelievable job uh, drafting players a little bit later on in the draft. they got a lot of good prospects coming. And uh, Borgo can score. Well, there's no other way to sort. I mean, the guy's <laughs> he's got 55 goals between the regular season and uh, – and the playoffs. So, and he's, or, or sorry, 48 goal. And he has missed significant time this year. He's got, well, I guess off the top of my head, let's do the math here. Uh, yeah, 48 goals in 59 games this year so far. Off to the Memorial Cup. So that'll be something for Oilers fans to watch June 20th to June the 29th. Um, Again, you can uh, text us 7804960063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. At this time, we go into NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and Elite, Edmonton owned and operated, and here's Brendan Escott. Well, it's the Lightning and Avalanche in the 2022 Stanley Cup Final. The Bolts competing for a third straight championship after dispatching uh, New York for the Eastern Conference Final yesterday game one Wednesday six o'clock live on 6 30 Chad yes we will carry the whole series here uh, Miko Koskinen finalizing his two-year contract with HC Logano of the Swiss Hockey League so he is uh, uh, coming or out of town I guess after um, 
just about entering unrestricted free agency. KHL standout Andre Kuzmenko, he'll meet with the uh, Oilers and Canucks this week, hoping to decide, uh, I guess, within the next 10 days on his future. Career-high 20 goals and 53 points in 45 games. 26 years old now, he's a veteran of eight KHL seasons. John Gibson, you mentioned, Bob, reportedly open to being moved out of Anaheim. Rangers finally signed 2018's ninth overall pick, Vitaly Kravstov to a uh, one-year deal worth $875,000. And tonight at Rogers Place, the Oil Kings, they can capture the WHL championship with a win in Game 6 against Seattle. The Thunderbirds did extend the series with a 3-2 win Saturday night. Yeah, Just on the Western Hockey League, I'm just going to throw some numbers at you here and just make you go, wow. Um, we, we focus all the time, and we've had some animated discussions, you know, 22 teams in the Western League, 20 in Ontario, 14.4 million people in Ontario. Basically, the West has got about 11 million people. But here's some numbers that really matter. The Western Hockey League this past season, 21-22, 372 WHL scholarships were awarded for a total of $2.8 million investment by WHL clubs. Since 93-94, WHL clubs have invested more than $33 million in Western League scholarships at Canadian schools. Uh, That's impressive. And right now... Uh, Jim Donlevy would be looking down and smiling. He'd love that. It is 1228 at Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back from the Athletic out of Montreal, so much to talk about. Marc Antoine Godin. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.